0: Hey guys, this is your practice session for the week. Uh, I'm going to break out an hour of your limited practice time, I know, and help you make the most of it. So we're going to hit some full shots, we're going to do some wedge play, and we're going to do some putting drills. So some drills, strategies, some techniques, some things like that to work on, and I hope it's going to help your game. This is Golf Essentials with Casey Bork. I want to give you a practice blueprint for the week. Uh, give you some drills, some things to think about as you're getting out there, uh, making the best use of your limited time on the range or at the practice, practice facility. So um, starting things out, uh, let's imagine we've got an hour of practice time, which I know for a lot of you, uh, you probably have, you may not even have that much, but let's say we're going to dedicate an hour. So we're going to separate things out. We're going to do 20 minutes of full swing, 20 minutes of wedges. Uh, because they're that important, and 20 minutes of putting this week. So, so start things out when you get out to the range. Let's start out with the full swing stuff, just because we want to get warmed up, get the muscles loose, uh, find some coordination, and uh, and get things going. So, warm up a little bit. Spend a couple minutes. And then what I like to do when I'm hitting shots is rather than, and, and there's a case for both. Some, sometimes you want to really drill in, sort of lay down some, some alignment sticks and try to hit the same shot over and over again. But this week I want to make it uh, play more on the creative side. And um, so what I like to do sometimes is imagine a golf course that I know well. So I like to go back to my home club in Maine, where I grew up, Biddeford Saco Country Club, and imagine playing that golf course on the driving range. So what this is gonna do for us is we're never gonna hit the same shot twice. We're gonna pull different clubs. We're gonna imagine where we where we would be on that golf course. And n- nothing short stuff, none of the short stuff, just the full shots. So for example, um, Biddeford Saco starts with a good par four. Uh, Always hit driver there. So start things out hitting the driver, and I'll pick a specific target. Imagine that being the center of the fairway, and I'll I'll go through my my pre-shot routine, hit hit the shot, and imagine more or less what yardage I have to the green. So if I hit a good tee shot there, I probably have uh, maybe 110 yards to the green. So then I'll I'll pull a gap wedge and now i'll pick another target and try to hit the gap wedge uh precisely at a flag stick or or the next target and then i'll move on to the par three second and and hit my shot and so on so 20 minutes of this, um, I think you'll find that it's really helpful, not just to um, work on the swing and ingraining the same swing, because we don't play golf that way, right? We play golf hitting different shots one after another, every shot's unique. Um, So it's important to practice the way we play. So, guys, 20 minutes isn't a long time. You, you may just play nine holes uh, because I want you to value each shot, try to tr- treat each shot like you would on, on the golf course. So, uh, working on that pre-swing stuff as well. And if you have to curve the ball, if you imagine the dog leg right, um, that you want to hit a certain shot, try to hit those shots. And, um, and, then, uh, and then hit the approach in on the par fours, things like that. So, from there... Let's go and, uh, well, we could stay right where we are, but, um, I want to, you know, so we're still on the range, but I want to work on wedge play and wedge play. I'm going to talk a lot about wedge play. It is the thing that really, really elevated my game. There's a book called the Dave Pell's short game Bible that I recommend to everybody. Everybody I talk to about golf, I recommend that book because it changed my golf life so much, um, so the uh, and I'll get into a lot of that stuff and the techniques, but um, for today I want to work on what we call nine o'clock swings with each of your wedges. So a nine o'clock swing is really a half swing, but it's it's calibrated in some way, and it's calibrated in a way where we're taking our backswing to a point where our left arm is parallel to the ground. Or if you can imagine 9 o'clock on the face of a clock. So that 9 o'clock swing with your lob wedge, your sand wedge, and your gap wedge, or your pitching wedge. Whatever wedges you have, hit like 4 or 5 or 6 9 o'clock shots with each of those wedges. And just, just try to make note how far the ball is flying uh, with each of those. We're not trying to hit them hard, guys. We're trying to hit them consistently the same distance. And what we're doing is we're arming ourselves with half shots that we know the distance that the ball is traveling. And that's hugely valuable. So if your full sand wedge, say the shortest club you have in the bag is a sand wedge, and you hit that shot full, maybe it goes 80 yards. But you know that your 9 o'clock sand wedge goes 45 yards. So now you've got calibrated distances all the way down to much closer to the green so you're not just guessing with these half shots so learning your nine o'clock distances with your wedges is going to be super helpful really really helpful i can tell you uh and like i said we're going to get into that really deep in in some coming episodes because i'm really passionate about that um if you get through that and you wanna wanna continue with wedges, again we're budgeting 20 minutes out of our hour on wedges. Um, if you get through those, you feel good or you don't have that many wedges, um, take your most lofted wedge and and do the leap what what I call the leapfrog drill a few times. So start with a just a little chip shot, the ball just goes literally like five yards, and the next shot you're trying to land the next shot on top of the ball that you just hit. So it's gonna land in the vicinity of that ball and it might roll out a few yards further and then the next shot you're gonna try to land on top of that ball and the goal is literally to land the subsequent shot on the previous ball as it lays on the ground. So try to pick a flat area and you don't have to hit them straight away you could sort of chip them off to the side but as you go you're gonna work up and each shot that you hit You're carrying the ball just a touch further, and you're doing this not by hitting the ball harder. You're just taking a slightly longer backswing, and that's going to help give you some feel and creativity around the green with those pitch shots. So two really, really, really good drills to do um, where you're getting some feedback on the distances that you're hitting the shots rather than, I think the tendency is on the driving range, to just look at direction. You know, on the driving range, if you hit one straight, that's defined as a good shot. But with wedges, we know that direct uh, distance control is the most important factor. You know, anybody can hit a wedge shot more or less at the target. The real, the real challenge is controlling the depth, the distance. Okay, so there's 20 minutes there. And the last 20 minutes, we're going to venture over to the putting green. And there's a drill that I've been doing lately that I've i really liked, especially in a time crunch. Um, and and it's short putts. So I start with the short ones, and I grab two balls. So I, you never putt with like five balls. Um, you you want to um, you want to blend sort of the repetition stuff, but also keep keep some creativity stuff. I only I only putt with two balls and i'll I'll bring those two balls and i'll I'll set up a three I'll pick a hole that has a little bit of slope to it nothing super severe but i'll I'll drop a I'll drop both balls roughly three feet from the hole which is about the length of a, a normal length putter by the way um, so pretty close to the hole and I'll drop them and knock them in the hole hopefully and what I'll do is pick them up out of the hole and move around the hole with each set of two so, I'll go around and, you know, picture the the numbers on the face of the clock. I'll just go around. And the goal for me is to make 20 in a row. And I don't leave until I make 20 in a row. And that usually takes 10 minutes or whatever because I'll miss a few here or there. Um, For beginners, you could try just making five in a row, you know. And so just these three-footers, take your time, treat each putt like you would a putt on the real golf course. And, you know, set a number. Wherever you feel comfortable. I think beginners, five is probably a good number. If you're an average player, maybe you go with 10 or 20 even. Uh, Phil Mickelson does 100, just for reference. He'll, he'll bang out 100. He's got a lot more time than the rest of us and, and a bit more skill, probably. So, um, But as a result, when he chips it up there to three feet, he knows he's going to make it because he, he, he's got in the back of his mind that he can make 100 in a row. Um, so he's super confident with those most of the time. Um, so if you've got any time left, um, there's another thing that I really like to do is, I call it the back and forth drill. So I'll I'll take two holes that are 15 or 20 feet apart and usually with a little break or a little slope, like uphill, downhill, and I'll, I'll, I'll clear them out. So I'll pull the flag out of each of them and lay them down and, and basically hog up two holes on the putting green. And again, I'll use two balls and I'll imagine that... These are all birdie putts. So imagine you're hitting the ball great and you're on the green putting for birdie on all of these holes, fifteen or twenty feet, and I'll just I'll just go back and forth and I'll keep score. So obviously if you two putt, that's a par. If you make it, then that's a birdie. If you three putt, that's a bogey. And see what you can shoot. See what you could shoot over eighteen holes, or maybe you're playing in a 36-hole tournament and you want to go twice. And see what you can shoot. If you can get the get it under par, um, you're doing pretty good, right? If you're if you're putting just from 15 or 20 feet and you're over par, um, that's that's not then then you probably need to work on it, right? So um, again, we're we're working on the creativity side, so we're hitting different putts. And and guys, use two balls for this. Um, so after you go back and forth a few times, you know what these putts are doing. Um, you know, where the break is, you know, the speed and then it's just a matter of, you know, knocking it in the hole, uh, without, uh, without three putting. So try to treat it like, like golf on like real golf. And I think that'll benefit you a lot. So that's what we're going to work on this week. Um, for full swing, we're going to play our home course or play a course that we know well, or just imagine a course that you've played on golden tee or something. Um, and then we're going to work on wedges. We're going to do some 9 o'clock swings. We're going to do the leapfrog drill if we have a little time. I love calibrating your 9 o'clock swings primarily, though. I think that's a really important thing to do. And then for putting, try that the 3-footer drill where we're going to try to make 5, 10, or 20 in a row. And, uh, and then the back-and-forth drill where we're going to just go back and forth with some mid-length putts to see if we can shoot under par. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.